Good morning, this is Atanya for the 7th of Shvat. In the chapters we are currently studying, the Alter Rebbe is explaining how the entire universe is absolutely non-existent in relation to God. This is important for us to know so that we do not attribute too much importance to the world. The previous chapter of the Tanya taught us how spoken words are really nothing compared to the power of speech that a person possesses, and even more so in comparison to the essence of his soul. This all applies to words that a person is about to say, what about words that have already been spoken? In this case, human speech is not comparable to God's speech. We compared human speech to God's speech before the words were spoken. Now we'll show how God's speech is not like human speech at all once the words have already been uttered. What's the difference? There's a little issue with words that have already been issued. Once it's out, the speaker no longer controls it. Words have their way of making their way around the world and can be an incredible help or have a catastrophic impact. How many times has it happened that we wished we could take back our words, but it's simply too late. They've already taken on a life of their own. How does this apply to the words uttered by God? Does this rule apply to God in this world? God created the world through speech. Maybe once he let the words out, they became their own separate entity. No way. The only reason things are separate from one another is because they each have boundaries. Each one of them is limited. For example, a house has walls. It doesn't extend on forever. Therefore, you can leave it. Your words exit your mouth and take on their own life because you are limited to your own body. God is unlimited. He is infinite. It isn't possible for something to separate itself from him. There is no space where he is not. Words uttered by God remain completely unified and part of him. His speech is not like ours. If so, perhaps God's words are more similar to our thoughts rather than to our speech. Our thoughts also remain with us. Why didn't the Torah state, and God thought, instead of, and God spoke? God doesn't have a mouth. The term is a figure of speech regardless. Actually, there is one vital aspect about creation which makes it similar to speech and not thought. Speech reveals. Those around you are unable to know what you are thinking as long as you remain silent. Once you speak, you reveal what's been on your mind. For this reason, creation of the world is referred to in the context of words. After all, this is what God did at creation. He revealed that he had had a hidden desire to create a world. How did he reveal it? Well, God actually emitted 10 different kinds of energy to bring the world into being. Since creation was a revelation of a previously unknown thought of God, the Torah refers to it as speech. The same applies to the times that God communicated with the prophets. The term speaking is also used despite the fact that prophets usually experience prophetic vision. The thrust of all this is that it was a revelation of God's desires and thoughts. Just as we use speech to reveal our innermost thoughts, creation is the way that God reveals his thoughts to us, his creation. Strange as it sounds, creation was truly similar to our speech. Have a wonderful day.